Uh, so uh, another day passes as you guys uh, are uh, Mim, Emmett, and Goat as you guys are uh, making your way towards Droth, and uh, nothing of nothing of consequence uh, befalls you along the way. Uh, there's more animals and things, but you're able to lead the way around them, Emmett. And uh, eventually, you guys come upon the town. You see it from a distance first. It, it's a small place. There, there's a couple of outlying farms and fields and some outlying buildings. But the biggest cluster is just there on the shore of the lake. And uh, Scanos kind of like uh, leads the way. He he knows where he knows where he's going. And uh, you guys come into town, and it's it's still like an overcast, very gray day. There's not a lot of people out on the streets. What few streets there are here, anyway. Uh, a, a couple kind of like give you uh, uh, sideways glances as you pass. Uh, you, you see like this kind of this old crippled man. Uh, it looks like his legs are weirdly twisted and he's, he's sitting out in front of what you think is probably some kind of a tavern. And he says, uh, spare a coin for a crippled miner. No. Um, uh, I have two coins and I'd like to give you one of them. That's very generous of you, friend. Uh, I also flip the coin to him. Ah, two coins, two shiny coins. Say, uh, can one of you help me up into that tavern there? Wait a second. Are you going to spend that money we just gave you on booze? <laughs> what does it matter? I can't walk in there myself, you see. Hmm, what, what's wrong? My legs have been crushed. There was an accident in the mine. Uh, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, go up to him and take a look at his legs. Uh, yeah, so you, you think that they were both, like, broken, probably, in many places, and they sort of, like, healed wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I think, I think under the, the description for cure wounds, or cure moderate wounds, it's just, like, bones mend, but, like, uh, th these bones have already mended, but they've mended wrong. Okay. Excuse me, sir, do you know if there's a boyer anywhere nearby? A boyer? Uh... A boyer or a girl? Or a Fletcher? <laughs> A couple of the huntsmen around here will make their own uh, weapons every now and again, but we don't have anything uh, like that that I know of. Can you direct me to the nearest huntsman? What need have you of a boyer? It looks like you've got a good boy there already. Oh, I've got a great bow, but I do need some... some woodies. I don't know what that is, but uh, there's plenty of... Uh, <laughs> Steel and wood, it's... Plenty of feather. folk at the tavern who will give you a good woody if you got the coin for it. I'm not following, but I would like an arrow, uh, a place to get some arrows. <laughs> uh, you had a little yeah. mini stroke there. <laughs> a place to get some arrows. <laughs> okay, so you can buy a, a bundle of arrows. Uh, I'll say it's two coin to buy it here instead of uh, only one coin because good arrows are kind of hard to come by or you can buy them at the normal price but those arrows are going to have minus one to damage because they're going to be kind of poorly made listen i uh i have one coin to my name is there any act of service that i can do for you all right all right one second a woody perhaps no 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 <laughs> <clears throat> One second, let me randomly generate the NPC who has these arrows so I can find out what he wants. Uh, this this bright-eyed young uh, teenager, uh, you were told uh, that the, the best hunter in town, uh, the best arrow maker, was uh, Pontius, and he kind of lives down the way in a shack uh, by himself nowadays. And uh, he, he kind of like looks at you, and he, he kind of gets this glint in his eye, and he says, An act of service. Sir, is it true that your uh, 
that you're a hero, an adventurer. Some may say that. I think of myself as a guardian of nature and man. <laughs> he says to you, Listen, I, I will give you these arrows if you swear to me that you will discover the true cause of my sister's death. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know why he's laughing this time. <laughs> that, uh, I don't know why. I'm Young so man. Andrew's like, oh, that, that seems pretty serious, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like for a lot of arrow, arrows. Oh, <laughs> oh man. These are, these are the only good arrows in town. Are the only ones for sell. Some hunters have them, but they, they just... Just the idea was like, hey, what do you... Hey, what, how, how can you set me up with a discount on those arrows? He said he offered. Find who killed my sister. <laughs> he offered. He offered an I active get it service. Now. All right, that's still, great. still, it's like somebody asking me, like asking me, like, "Hey, how, how, can you give me this pain half off?" And I'm like, Listen. "Yes." <laughs> Find who kidnapped my dad. Listen, uh, you kidnapped your dad. I rolled on the table in the Dungeon World Guide for generating NPCs. I got uh, instincts seven to uncover a hidden truth. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, great. Hey, I'm not. I'm not laughing. I just think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just great. Fun. It's the best discount ever. It's just so. a funny juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's trying to get a discount on it. <laughs> Do you have any coupons or find my dead sister? <laughs> I'm. Hey, I. I'm uh, revealing to him the uh, the cost of uh, what he wants. What's his name again? Uh, Pontius. You can also just borrow a coin from someone. <laughs> Return this evil amulet to my grandfather's tomb. <laughs> how much? How much ammo do I get from these arrows? A bundle of arrow is th- uh, a bundle of arrows is three ammo. Jeez, oh. this is just for three ammo. <laughs> and I can probably make arrows. And he oh. says, "Listen, I'll I'll give you my personal arrows, and uh, you'll 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 get five ammo from this." I'll say. And you can also try to make your arrows, but, you know, remember that takes time and comes with a risk if you fail the roll. Are you even good at that? Yeah. I think he probably knows how to make them from, like... I've been in the woods yeah. for 25 years, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it takes, you know, as always, it'll take I'm time. I'm good at whittling. I know the the properties of whittling. Uh, and I, that, Did I go with Emmett? I'll, uh, so I'll give him a coin. Th- that's a good question, though. Uh, so uh, when you guys got to town, Scanos immediately uh, began to take the, the wagon to the temple uh, to, to, to to perform the rituals. Uh, did you guys go with him, or did you like follow Emmett off when he kind of like... Uh, you, you guys stopped for a minute to give you give that guy that coin. I, I, you probably didn't stay with him, or maybe you did. I don't know. What what do you guys do when you get to um, town? Well, Mim is just going to walk around town. Okay. Um, he's going to... You know, I'm going to look for things, see if looks like anybody you know may need some help or anybody worth talking to anything interesting going on uh yeah so um you see that there's not there's definitely not as many people as there should be here um it seems like a lot of them are are out of town or something it's kind of weird but there's not really like a sense of uh not a sense of danger or worry it's not like they all got kidnapped or something horrible happened it's just like weird it's like like you know, all the adults have gone off to war or something. Not all of them, but uh, not not a lot of able-bodied men and women around, I should say. Right. Um, it looks like a fishing town. Like you see a lot of boats. Uh, you see a lot of like houses built by the water, but a lot of the the equipment doesn't seem to like it's been used lately. 
And uh, people people definitely give you like sideways looks as you go. Like they they probably don't see a lot of dwarves up this far. Uh, well, who looks like? Uh, does anybody in particular look like they're worth talking to? Uh, I mean, honestly, you could probably ask Scanos because he is the elder of this town, uh, like the oldest one here as the priest. He's kind of like a de facto leader as well. Okay. Um, but like you could ask any old village person if you wanted to. Um, you don't see it. No, nobody really stands out here. You know what I mean? Okay. And like, uh, and, and this is where, this is where, uh, I was uh, being guided. Uh, you think you were being guided, uh, northeast of this place, uh, based on the direction of it. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't straight in the direction of this town. You think it was definitely in the direction, but like it's elsewhere. All right. And in, in that case, I'm just going to go back and uh, find, uh, I'm going to look for Emmett. Okay. Uh, Goat, what are you doing when you get to town? Well, I'm a hired hand, so, uh, I go with, uh, Skanos. Okay. I'm also just kind of keeping my eyes open as well. I, I like to t take in the general attitude of a town. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, Scanos, uh, Scanos takes you back to uh, the uh, the temple. And it's it's like mostly a, an open air place. There's a couple like shacks around where you think where he, he would probably sleep and like where some acolytes maybe would sleep. But the, the temple itself is actually uh, this raised little stone hill uh, on the shore of the lake. And there's a, a circle of pillars. In fact, there's a, just a circle like carved into the stone of the ground. And there's an altar in the middle of that circle. And uh, as he returns with you, there's like a, a kind of a youngish girl there who, who comes like running out to greet him. And he says, uh, now, now, Lysa, fresh, fetch me a fresh change of clothes. There is a ritual to complete. And uh, they begin to unload the uh, heifer. Do you help them? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. So yeah. I'll help unload. And uh, you do so. And uh, he, he sends Lysa off to uh, get some more things. And uh, she comes back with like a, a new robe for him and some some weird incense that he begins to set up and some like more like jars of oil, not like the oils that they sla slathered it with to preserve it, but you think oils for burning. And uh, what are you doing, Goat? Are you just watching? I'm just watching. I probably don't like the smell very much of any of this. Okay. Um, uh, and I probably don't buy into it very much either. Okay. But uh, I'm just kind of uh, looking around the place, checking it out. And uh, yeah, and he says to you, uh, we shall wait until the sun has gone all the way down. Quay is closest to this world during the night, you see. It was when she was born from her father, King Mitos of mm. the mountain. And he, he goes on to just sort of, like, tell you some stories, some religious stories. Great. Just I, waiting. I kinda, uh, yeah, I just wait. I kind of half tune it out. Make yeah. a discern reality, Scoat. Okay. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, nine. Okay. Uh, do you want to ask me any questions? I, I, you, you said you were like looking around and you yeah, have yeah. the time while you're sure, talking sure. to this guy, just waiting for the sun to go down. Yeah, what here is not what it appears to be. Um, yeah, as you're looking out over uh, over the town, you see uh, a couple of, uh, it looks like a couple of armed men. Uh, you think that they're probably like, that nobody's reacting strangely to them. You think that they're probably like what little, uh, you know, like guardsmen that a town like this would have uh probably not much probably like li literally just a few people but you see uh, a couple of armed men uh passing by and they seem like they're on a patrol but you can kind of see from the way they're walking and looking around they're not just out here on a routine patrol they're they're keeping their eyes open as though they're looking for something or someone uh i, I call down hey uh they stop and it, it looks as though they weren't they weren't trying to look like they, they they were trying to look casual you know like they they were just passing by but you could tell they weren't and they they kind of stop 
and uh, they look up at you uh, up up the ways that probably like a good couple hundred feet away at this point right. like you're up on the hill right and you just saw them patrolling by the temple but um they, they kind of like turn and they say something to each other and uh you can't quite hear what it is from here and uh they begin to approach okay and uh one of them in the lead he's got uh this long sword at his hip and this actually pretty nice breastplate on he says uh yeah looks like you're looking for someone anybody i should be on the uh lookout for myself you don't need to worry about it, out-of-towner. We've got it under control. Ah. Uh, I'm sure you do. Goat, right? Maybe. Now, oh, a rumor has it that's your name. If you'd like to call me that, you're more than welcome to. Oh, is that not your name? I've been called that before, yeah. All right, goat. Enjoy your stay and draw. Do I get a sense of uh, uh, what kind of uh, gentlemen these are? Um, definitely the reception seemed kind of cold. Right, right, maybe, I got that. Maybe they're just that way to every new face around here. Uh, so, <laughs> what's your answer, Emmett, to young Pontius, who wants you to find the truth of his dead sister? Do you have any leads on where your sister died and well yeah uh, she, she died in the mines they, they say it was an accident but it it wasn't i know it wasn't because i had a dream you see i see things in my sleep she was killed by something in there a monster i think and, and they're trying to keep the truth of it from getting out well let me tell you this we have to feed a a cow to a a god but this this mine, there seems to be bad things happening in there. I, I met a, a man who likes alcohol earlier, and he had broken legs from this mine. Who else has been damaged by this mine? Well, it, it's a mine. There's accidents all the time, but ever since the earthquake started, it's been happening a lot more. And uh, Mim, uh, you, you find Emmett at this point. You, you come in on uh, earthquakes. Uh, you said you were looking for him. And uh, you see Emmett having a, a strangely uh, deep conversation with this uh, this teenage boy he saw to buy arrows from. I'll, I'll give you a coin, Emmett. Oh, thank you. Uh, how about this? I'll pay for the arrows, but I will also do my darndest to find out what happened to your sissy. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, you, you, you buy the arrows, you get three arrows, three ammo. Uh, I'm gonna go to the mine straight away. Okay, uh, so it's actually uh, a few hours journey to the mine. Several okay. hours, actually. Uh, you're able to learn. It's a bit of the ways northeast of town. Hmm. Uh, and uh, you also learn that that's where a lot of a lot of people are. Uh, they've kind of started... A lot, a lot more people have been working in the mines ever since the fishing has kind of dri dried up here in the past couple of months. And fishing was kind of the only industry this town had. Uh, there's some sparse farmlands on the outside, and you also hear of some uh, some goat shepherds up in the higher up in the hills. But apart from that, it's mostly it was a fishing town. Uh, but then the mines opened up, and more and more people began to work there. Okay, and it's in the direct. It's in the direction. Uh, yeah. You you think like, oh yeah, that's probably it. Yep. Okay. So uh, yeah, I go straight away, regardless of whether or not it's several hours away. I'm I'm gonna go. While I'm following him, I, I scream out to my companions, Goat! Cutie Pie! Is Cutie Pie here? Oh, gosh. 
Emmett, if you wish to get goat, uh, you could meet me there. We're probably faster than you. We'll catch up. <laughs> I expect you will. He's so jolly. I, I go to find goat real quick. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah, you go to find goat, and uh, he's, of course, at the temple with Scanos. And at this point, the sun has uh, begun to go down, and uh, and uh, you see it from afar, Emmett, when uh, the thing goes up. Uh, he, he, Lisa brings him a torch, and he throws it on this thing's body, and it's just this big flash of flame. And then the flame sparkles, and it changes into this deep blue color. And uh, suddenly, the crackling, you hear it up close, Goat, the crackling of the fire, the sound of it just stops. In fact, all sound stops, and... It's weird. Coming from the fire, you hear you hear the sound of, of water kind of trickling and flowing. Uh, not not like a river, but like the surface of a lake, kind of just waves lapping gently. And then there's suddenly a shrieking noise that comes from it. And uh, it, it sounds like a woman screaming, you realize, but, but something unearthly about it. And... Uh, How's Scanos reacting? Scanos, uh, he was staring deeply into the fire at first, and then this... He got this look of a, of a trance over his face, and then this scream comes, and he just grabs both sides of his head, and he drops to his knees, and he says, Oh, the pain! My lady, it is excruciating! I am here for you! Have your servants! Tell me what you need! And then uh, you just hear another scream, and then the earth begins to shake. Scanus, what's going on? I... I draw my sword because that's what I just mentally what I'm always prepared to do in a situation like this and uh, he says she is in great pain great pain goat and as you look at him you see that blood is coming from his eyes all right I'm getting you out of this room uh, I, I grab him okay it's, it's actually not a room you're oh. open air at this point but okay yeah. gotcha all right, get him uh, so oh, yeah you know what make it a fight danger strength roll goat sure 13. 13? Okay, yeah, you, you wrench him away from it, and it's weird. His body, it's not just him. Like, something, some force is holding this, this old man's body in place. There's no way he could be resisting you the way he is, but you're able to just sort of wrench him free, and, like, his, his attention kind of, he, he kind of gasps for a moment as you've kind of broken whatever hold was on him, and the fire uh, turns into just, you know, fire again, and the, the, the heifer continues to be consumed, and uh, he's breathing heavily and gasping for air. And you see his face had begun to turn, like, blue. You think you might have just saved his life, Goat. He's probably suffocating. Um, Scanos, well, speak to me. Well, what was going on? What was that? And he says, uh, I, I was with her. I, I was there with her, but I, I felt her words, and there was such pain in them. Such pain in my head. And you're you're there as well now, Emmett. You've you've you know heard the screams as well, and you approach and you see Scanos, and his face is bloody, and he says, "Uh, something is happening that's hurting her. I, I think it is the earthquakes. Whatever is causing them, it is, the pain is driving her mad." Okay, where do we need to go to stop this? I I, I don't know. Uh, to the mines. The earth, is where the pain is coming from. Because the earth is quaking. Therefore... That seems like a large leap of logic, Emmett Silverfist. There is earth all around us. But if it's shaking, we need to go as deep into it as possible. Like a doctor <laughs> performing surgery on a human being. I think it would be a barber in this world. A barber leeching a sick boy. Yes. Cutting him open. <laughs> And <laughs> filling him with leeches. Stuffing his belly full of Very fat, well. fat leeches. Goat, Mim is already on his way. 
To the mines. I think there's some foul play afoot, maybe within the heart of this earth. However, if an earthquake occurs when we're in there, we could be toasted cheese. Toast, toasted cheese. My favorite kind of cheese. Uh, so, Mim, uh, you proceed along the road to the mine. Uh, Emmett and Goat, uh, do you do you go to the mine as well? Do you follow after him? I make sure Scanos is all right. Yeah, he's, he's attended guess. to by his acolyte, Lisa, and okay. uh, you think he just needs some time to rest, but he says, uh, if you truly believe the mine is the way to go, then uh, I'm afraid I cannot accompany you in my current state, but I, I wish you... I wish you her blessings. A hundred percent, without a doubt. If you do not find anything, come back to me. Or, or, or come back to me if you do find anything as well. Just... well. We'll come back, obviously, if we're alive. We will come back. You do what you can in trying to figure out what that was about. Of course. I, I, I will see if I can contact her again. Or, or I will see what I can do. All right. So, a Goat or Emmet, whoever's leading the way to the mines, uh, one of you make Defy Danger Wisdom. Not so well. Eleven. All right, Emmett, uh, with you an eleven, uh, you're the one who hears it. Uh, as you guys are making your way through the streets of the village, which is now mostly, most people have uh, turned in for the night now that the sun has gone down, but uh, you hear not everyone. Uh, in the alley between uh, two buildings, you hear what sounds like uh, booted footsteps, like heavy booted footsteps, and kind of like the, the clanking of metal. And uh, it, the first time you hear it, it doesn't really uh, irk you or anything, but then you hear it again, and... Uh, you know when you're being followed. Somebody is following you. In fact, several somebodies. Like a pretty fairly decent-sized group of them. Maybe like five or so people. Okay, as I'm running, and reminder that ever Emmett runs with 90-degree arms, just breathing very heavily through like a puckered mouth. And he's running, and he says, I can hear ye, fiends! My friend here isn't a very polite gentleman, so uh, cut it out. Who, who are you, Emmett? Who are you talking to? Oh, I. There, we're definitely being followed. hundred percent sure. One hundred percent. Uh, Puck, uh, you are flying. Uh, it's it's night now, but you, you've been making pretty good time. Yeah. Uh, and and whatever current bird form you're in. I'm a heron. Yeah. A couple times the uh the sprites you would see like them all kind of on the horizon again, but you were able to just do the rock trick again. Uh, but this sort of like happened intermittently throughout the afternoon and the mm. evening. But uh, with your you said a heron. Yeah. Yeah. With your heron eyes, you're able to see in the night. Uh, very clearly, they're the only two people that are out on the street still, Goat and Emmett. Uh, you see oh. them from above, lit up by uh, a couple like little torches that are still hanging outside of some buildings. And uh, you see that they seem to be you know, uh, on the move somewhere. And as you swoop in and get a bit closer, you see what looks like uh, five armed men kind of in some alleys hiding. You didn't see them at first uh, because they were in the dark, but you see uh, they have like very good swords. And, uh, and they got five arms. And... Uh, yeah, there you go. All of them. And uh, one Just of them is actually... Men, dude. One of them is carrying what looks like a uh, very large crossbow. Mm. And just to be clear, crossbows in this world are, are rare. Okay. Like, they're they're rare and usually reserved for, like, very, you know, for, like, siege breakers or noblemen who can afford it. You know what I mean? So it looks like a, a very, uh, a very uh, not just thugs, but, like, assassins almost mm. are kind of waiting in the alleys for them. Uh, but you, you see, like, kind of Emmett shout some things out to them. Like, you know, he's Emmett. He, he, he catches on. Yeah. And uh, they, it seems like they're not going to attack. Like they're they're retreating at this point. But you you do see that. I, I don't know if you react to that at all, or if you just join up with them. But it does seem like Emmett's scared them off for now. 
I think for the moment, I do kind of want to. Uh, I think uh, Puck kind of in his mind just goes, "Soldiers, mm, who are they working for?" And kind of flies in. And I think he's gonna fly in close enough to kind of like flash his tail in front of these guys' faces because mm-hmm. they'd recognize it. But maybe the other guys wouldn't. They'd just be like, "What the fuck is that bird?" So I think uh, then I I want to just after kind of making a quick appearance, uh, like. Uh, go kind of high in the sky, maybe like a uh, hundred feet above them if I can, mm-hmm. but like follow these guys a little bit and see where they go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Goat and Emmett, you see uh, this bird kind of like almost on cue, Emmett, after you shout, uh, you know, I can see you, be gone, you fiends. Like almost on cue, uh, this familiar looking bird. It's a though, large water bird. Even though you've never seen it before, it, it somehow looks familiar to you for some weird reason. And it just sort of like flutters by and just sort of dips for a second, but doesn't stop flying. And then, curves up above like high into the dark uh and uh puck's back puck make it defy danger dexterity to remain unseen hell yeah mm-hmm. um dexterity huh yeah it's gonna be a seven all right um so puck you can either you can either get a closer look at these guys and you'll know where they go and even what they look like but you think they'll see you or you can remain unseen but uh you you can kind of see that the direction that they're going it's uh deeper closer into town Okay, Puck will be seen and go go look at them and see their faces. Okay, uh, yeah, they they're definitely looking. Uh, yeah, so you you fly in a bit closer and uh, you see one of them is wearing uh, very very fine armor. Uh, one of them in particular is very fine armor. Like he's obviously of of some noble family, like probably some kind of like lesser nobleman's son or something like that, or a distant cousin maybe. Hard to tell exactly because he doesn't seem to be wearing insignias, but he does have a very uh, fine long sword at his. Uh, at his hip, it's not bronze; it's steel. And uh, you see, of course, that man with the uh, that man with the big crossbow also kind of looks like maybe maybe noble descent as well. He's a bit more finely dressed. Uh, all of them are wearing uh, they're wearing like clay masks, like just a neutral expression mask, like obvious not that, nothing like fancy, but meant to obscure their fe- features. And they're wearing hoods as well. Um, mm. They they do seem to have like a, a hodgepodge of clothing on. Like they don't look like they're like some deadly assassin's guild or something they look like just a bunch of soldiers basically in mm-hmm. disguise uh, trying to jump them uh and they end up uh dipping down into an alley and uh they kind of remove their masks and you can see their faces and you know you don't recognize any of them uh but they they seem to have been going to what looks like the the only tavern in town like they were just stopping by for a drink kind of like you know they're probably locals okay and uh that's when the one with the crossbow sees you and he levels it up at he, he kind of like sees you and he takes a moment and he sees like what, what's a bird doing out this late and then he sees your weird weird tail kind of whipping around and you're not sure if he recognizes you or if he just thinks you're a monster I wanted... he, he raises up the crossbow which yeah. is which it has been loaded at this point and Great. Uh, he launches a bolt at you what do you do I drop down and try to get behind either a tree or behind uh, like a structure if I can we're in town now mm-hmm. right I try to like just just drop okay just uh, dive dive bird dive uh, yeah i'll, I'll spend a hole yeah spend a hole right. yeah yeah you, you just dive under a bird dive the, the arrow flies over your head and uh he, he shouts out something and he says uh th- th- that bird we have to find that bird and uh, you can hear like the heavy booted footsteps coming towards you uh you think you can probably fly off into the night if you i'll say like if you spend your last hold you can fly off into the night and just rejoin them as a halfling or you can try something else if you want to take these guys for a spin or something you know yeah, I think I think Puck uh, wants to put a little fear in them. I think he's a little uh, um, he wants to he wants to scare them off or something. So I think 
dive down, probably uh, immediately turn back into a halfling, mm-hmm. and then turn into the bear. Okay. The giant bear. Yeah, so these guys are, are marching up on you. Uh, they have a sword. You can hear the sound of swords being drawn as they see where the bird went, and they're looking around for it. We'll I say you're, land, you're kind of like, like in an alley. Yeah, we'll say, okay, yeah, like in an alley. Yeah, like and in then, a dark uh, alley, yeah. and then suddenly <laughs> they're marching from the towards darkness, you. Hopefully. Yeah, uh, roll the transform. All right. From the darkness. <laughs> um, uh, that's gonna be a six. Uh, so you is that a fail? Yeah. Yeah. So All you right. transform into the bear, uh, <laughs> and uh, you you expect you you expect these guys are gonna be scared shitless, but mm-hmm. it's 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 weird. Like they they don't seem as scared as you would expect. In fact, they see this big ass bear and they think, "Holy shit, we have to kill that thing." <laughs> Like, holy shit, let's fight that fucking bear. Right. Uh, so these men leap on you with their swords, and it's impossible to dodge them in this alley and with your giant form. Uh, take a D8 plus one damage. Woo. So that's five total. All right. Uh, they attack you with bravado. What do you do? Currently, there are two of them. Uh, you're not sure how many are following, but you think at least... You think some of them are. I'm going to um, give kind of a bear roar. Just like a something like that, and then just kind of like uh, attempts to uh, just flatten them, just like lay paws down on as many of them as I can, and then after that, I think I will like posture and like change back and say something and be like, you know. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I'll say make a make a hack and slash roll if you're trying to maul them, basically. All right. Okay. So that'd be a uh, seven. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you flatten these guys, uh, you, you hold them down, uh, one of them is able to sort of stab you in the arm as you come down on them, so take another d8 damage, and then, uh, roll your damage. That's a seven for me, lovely. And then, uh, my damage. That's a six damage. Uh, and after I do that, I want to shift back into a pretty bloodied up halfling, um, and as, as Puck, uh, just kind of look at them briefly before trying to make my retreat and say um, don't mess with my friends or I'll eat all of your loved ones and uh-huh. I and I cheese it and I just turn into I jump into the air and try to change mid-air and like uh, fly off okay uh, so yeah you stamp down on the both of these guys and it, it it's it's like you come down on them like very heavily like you can hear some ribs cracking uh, neither of them are dead but you they're both like wheezing in pain and uh you kind of re- revert back into your halfling form and you say this as they're just sort of like rolling around kind of like oh groaning like uh, you've obvi- obviously put the fear into them uh and uh you go to turn into that bird and as you do so you see the man with the crossbow running up out of the alley it's it's loaded again and he trains his eyes on you and he he makes you like he looks directly at you and you know he sees your face if he did, if he didn't know who you were before he he knows what you look like now mm-hmm. and he raises the crossbow at you make a roll to transform okay eight eight okay uh so yeah i'll say i'll say you can spend a hold as a bird and get out get out of the way as the, just this bolt goes comes uh, sailing down the alley just whips right past you and you take off into the air and then you see a couple more men come like running up to join him, but at this point it's too late. You've flown away, and he's trying to load his crossbow. But I turn can't. into like a really small like bird, to like a little sparrow or something, mm-hmm. and just yeah. uh, you dart and weave, and uh, you join up with uh, Emmett and Goat. And you you guys see Puck, and he's looking a little uh, a little more a little bloodied um, as he joins up with you. Yeah, I'll say the I'll say the little bird kind of like uh, flies like towards them, and then as it gets closer, just kind of like and then just kind of like 
hits the ground ungracefully. Yeah, and he's got some like a uh, couple of uh, what look like like little little uh, puncture wounds in his chest uh, from the, when their swords got him as a bear. Yeah, I'll I'll change back here as well and pop back into halfling form. Good. I was gonna send Scrum to pick you up with his mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine I'd appreciate that. <clears throat> so Mim, uh, kind of uh, rewinding a bit. We'll say that this kind of happened a bit before because uh, you did head towards the mines uh, a lot earlier than everyone else. I'll say that um, as you get there, you definitely see some confused men. Uh, there's like there's like a camp outside the front of it. A, a lot of people are, are working here now, and so they're kind of like kind of like a small mini village has established itself. Uh, you get some looks. Nobody really stops you though. Uh, it's sort of later in the day. Most people are kind of like uh, just resting for the night. Um, as soon as I get there, uh, I'm going to go to the entrance of the mine and, uh, just put my fingers on the, um, on the stone there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, try to speak to it. Okay. Yeah. What's this move called? Uh, this is a spell. Um, this is actually a fifth level spell. Yeah. I cast it as a road because I'm a dwarf. Okay. Um, it's, it's, uh, words of the unspeaking. Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, what happens on a seven to nine? Um, uh, the spell is revoked. Okay. Uh, so how does it work? You ask three questions. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what is causing the um, the earthquakes? A great noise from within. A great magic rattles the bones of the earth and breaks us. Is there a place in this mine that touches the underworld? There was not before, but there is now. What caused the breach? The men with their metal, who hollow out the earth, they dug deeply. So like a crowd of kind of like confused uh, miners has, has been watching you as, as you've just been speaking to the rocks with your hands against it. And, uh... Uh, a sort of a uh, a uh, woman comes out of the mines and approaches you. Somebody obviously told her that you were here. Uh, she's she she looks like older and like she she walks with a, an air of authority and she's like covered in she's covered in a fair amount of dirt, but just something about her suggests like uh, she's she's not a commoner. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. she's probably the one who owns these mines. Just, oh yeah. You can tell from her posturing, and she says, uh, "Well, I wasn't sure whether or not to believe them when they said a dwarf was here." Ah, yes, well met. I am Mim. And I uh, put out my hand to shake. Uh, she takes your hand, and uh, she says, uh, Kandra Redhill is my name. I am the overseer for these mines, and what brings you out here? Hmm. I've come to investigate the trouble here, the cause of the shaking of the earth. What makes you think that's coming from here? <laughs> I asked the mine. What? Oh, you'll be, you'd be surprised what the stone can tell you if only you could ask it. Now, you're one of those kinds, are you? <laughs> I suppose so. Well, what did the, the... what... I can't believe I'm asking this, but what did the stone tell you? Hmm. Much and more. When did these <laughs> quakes begin? Well, it was a good few weeks ago now. Hmm. What immediately preceded them? Nothing. Things were continuing as normal. Mm -hmm. I suppose, uh, well, we made progress as we always did. It has been uh, only a short time since, the, since these mines have been open. Only several months now. 
Could you show me where you were digging when the quakes began? Well, now, the mines are technically uh, private property. I, I don't know if I can bring you inside. I assure you, I'm here to help. Perhaps. Uh, well, perhaps I could send a bird back and ask for permission. You see, though I'm overseer, I don't technically own the land. That belongs to my brother, Rastus. <laughs> I'm sure Rastus will understand. I do assure you it is a matter of some urgency. Yes, I suppose it is at that. Well, I'll tell you what. If you swear to me that you come as a friend to the Red Hills, I'll let you in. Uh, what, what do I know about the Red Hills? Like, uh, they're, they're one of the main families yeah, of uh, Rivers Peak. Yeah, yep. you know, they're, they're one of the main families. They, they have a lot of uh, stakes in land, mostly like in the hills, the mining. They, they export most of the copper and actually like import, produce most of it. You know what I mean? They're, okay. they're kind of like the main manufacturing family, like the, the source of manufacturing in, uh, in Rivers Meat. Okay. Do I, uh, do I know them to be trustworthy? Um, Williams, is that his name? Yeah, we've, um, I think we've met Rastus Redhill. We know him, right? Yeah, he, he was one of the council, uh, who sent you on this quest. Mm -hmm. Um, he didn't really speak much to you at that time, uh, so you don't really know him per se, but you have seen him once before. Uh, they're about, honestly, like, as trustworthy, I guess, uh, so you're kind of an outsider, uh, they're about as trustworthy as any noble family, really, like, uh, you know, like a big trading family, like, okay. they're, they're definitely in it to win it, you know what okay. I mean? Okay, but, like, I, I don't have any, I don't have any reason to, you know, to be suspicious of them, to think them, uh, think that there, there's any wrongdoing on their part or anything. Do you know that, uh, Goat killed their son not her son but do you know that he killed uh one of the i, I don't know if, if, if he, he would have ever learned that do you yeah uh, i mean i wasn't there i don't imagine goat would have told him about it okay. i don't imagine mim okay would have asked, go did you kill anyone yeah so so mim i'll say you have no reason to believe that they're you know truly malicious or anything like okay. that okay okay yeah then 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 yes uh okay uh you know what make a Make a parlay roll, Mim. Uh, the leverage here being that uh, you've sworn an oath, and sh she can tell you're a man of the cloth. Okay. Is plus charisma? Uh, yes. Uh, eight. Eight? Okay. She says to you, uh, yeah, she says, uh, all right, I'll let you come in, but uh, I'll have to accompany you, and it'll be just you, correct? <laughs> Why, yes. My friends are coming, however, they're about an hour away, I'd guess. All right, well, I'll tell my men to be on the lookout for them and to receive them well. Uh, yeah, she begins to take you uh, a bit deeper into the mine and uh, down a side tunnel, and uh, she says, uh, since the quakes began, these tunnels have been a bit more dangerous, so it's just going to be you and me heading this way. As She uh, she takes a torch, and uh, she has a sword at her side, and uh, she leads you down for a ways, and you find that uh, the... The tunnels have actually been uh, collapsed uh, when you don't get too far. Like, large, large, heavy boulders walked away. And she says, uh, well, shit, this wasn't this wasn't this way a few hours ago. I, I think one of the more recent quakes caved it in again. Listen, every so, every so often, the, it caves in, and then a different cave caves in, and we clear out one of the caves, but then a, a, a separate cave will cave in. The earthquakes keep messing everything up, so, so the, the layout of this place changes every now and again. But it was in this direction. They had uh, struck a pocket of air. Uh, we, we find natural caves in here every so often, a bit, bit more so than usual. Uh, one of them was uh, exceptionally deep, I could, you could say. We didn't have too much time to explore it, although it was ripe with copper for sure. Hmm. I'll need to see it. 
Well, you're going to have to get past this. Can you spare any men to clear the way? Well, you see, we have deadlines to meet. I, I, I don't know that I can spare men for you. Then perhaps you'll allow my friends to come down and help me. Uh, perhaps we can work something out. And uh, that's when you feel uh, the second earthquake, ma'am. Uh, the one that, that, like right now, in conjunction, the one that would be occurring while they're like watching the sacrifice at this point, I'd say. And uh, cave begins to sort of uh, come down around you a little bit. Nothing has collapsed yet, but it, it's getting worse at this point. And uh, what do you do, Mim? Um, I, I think uh, I think Mim uh, uses his uh, his you know natural instincts as a dwarf, uh, and, and who you know is born and raised underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he would know kind of how to how to position himself in this situation, you know. Okay, yeah. So I'll say that, uh, yeah. Since you pitched it to me, the dwarf wise, you can use wisdom uh, on this defy danger roll. Sweet, sick. Uh, uh, eleven. All right. Uh, yeah. You you kind of like uh, see you know the way to go. You you know when to move, like how to walk and where to where to stop, which little side passages to go down, but. Uh, you're able to, to make your way out of here, along with Kandrel, who, you know, knows these mines well, so she's also okay. And uh, sure enough, uh, part, of the, part of the tunnel does collapse behind you. Like, it seems like whatever collapse was there before is now a bit further ahead, and a couple of other, uh, you know, side passages collapse as well. And she says, oh, damn it, I swear they're getting worse every day. That's why it's so important that I get down there. I'm, I think that the source of these quakes is down there. You know what, Mim? You handled yourself well in those mines. Uh, I don't think I'll have to have your death on my conscience if I let you poke around down there. And hell, who knows? You might, you might find out the cause of it after all. But you come straight back to me, okay? You're in these mines. You're under my command here. Is that understood? Of course. I mean no disrespect to, to, to the property of the Red Hills. And uh, whatever you find down there, you don't tell any of the men. You come back and you tell me. Understood? Of course. Uh, do you do anything else, Mim, while you wait for your friends? Um, when I uh, when I go back, um, would you say that I've I've gained a secret and can petition Mimir for divine guidance? Uh, I I think so. You've learned that there's a hole to the underworld. Okay. Um, you've learned that yeah. Th- yeah. You all the stuff you've learned together, like you can put together like what's going on here. So I'll say like you know you have the full picture mostly. Like there's a hole to the underworld, and somehow it's letting things pass back and forth, and it's. Probably had probably somehow related to the Marehouse plight as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'll say that yeah, you've gained one. Okay. So yeah. So I'd like to yeah, I, I pull out like uh, the bowl I use uh, for this particular thing, and uh, you know fill it with water, and I'm I'm looking for an answer on like um you know how to how to re- fix this breach. Okay. Like how to deal with it. Mim, you stare deeply into the bowl, and uh, you're looking through the water, and uh, you see uh, through. You're not sure where you are because you think that you're looking through water, but you seem to be like suspended from the ceiling somehow. And you're you're not in the mine per se, but you're in. It's similar to the mine. It's it's like a natural cave, probably one of the caves that Candrel uh, spoke of. And uh, you are looking through a water droplet that is uh, coming down from a stalactite, uh, just sort of like dripping down. And uh, this is sort of like all in slow motion before like this little droplet of water like drops on the ground, and uh, you see. Uh, you see wreckage and boulders around you, like the earthquake affected this place as well. Uh, but you also see, uh, sitting among the dirt and the dust, a uh, a little uh, green man with big ears. Uh, a goblin. And he's holding something in his hand, and he's polishing the surface of it. It, it looks like a, a conch shell, like a conch horn. 
and he raises it to his lips and he blows and the earth begins to shake and you realize that this is a this is a, a vision from a few minutes past this is the earthquake that just happened okay and uh yeah it's around this time uh, not too long after this that uh your your friends come up to join you uh you see that puck is with them he looks he looks like he's been in a fight ah puckleberry you look a little worse for the wear yes we were pursued by some sort of i would have to call them assassins they seemed like soldiers I had to um, persuade them to not pursue us any further. May I? Of course. And I kind of step forward and put my like, like probably I probably kneel to uh, to Mim. I ha- I have my hand on uh, Horde and ready just in case a little. Oh, not today, gentlemen. That's eleven. <laughs> okay, you get uh. 13 hit points. Well, thank you. I just, like, my energy swirls around me as I just kind of, like, Beauty and the Beast float in the air for a second. Oh, I'm just like, just I like feel so much better. Mario Mushroom noise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, do you uh, share any information, Mim? Oh, yeah, I, I, re- I relay to these guys everything that I've learned. Like, I, I basically, like, you know, tell them what I've, what I've put together. Okay. Uh, do you guys share any information with Mim? Uh, I tell I tell everyone what happened with the kids and that I draw I, you know I'm leaving them. I will be paying a, a pittance to Roz to make sure that she can pay for these children. And uh, Mim, I I wanted to talk to you specifically about this. When I was back in town, I discovered that Gregor, the mill worker, had returned. And I had thought him dead uh, after the accident at the mill with the boulder, mm. but it seems he is alive though. I must say, there was something very, very wrong about him. His eyes had turned yellow. Um, I, uh, I did not feel comfortable leaving the children with him, which was my original plan since I had thought the mill was abandoned. Um, do I have any idea what that means, what the yellow eyes means? Um, I figured as a man of God, you might have some sort of insight. I may... My kitty cat Scrum has yellow eyes from time to time, but it's usually because he's deficient in certain key vitamins. Yes, you're right. He could have. Uh, he could be very jaundiced. Yeah, Mim. You know that there's uh, there's definitely diseases that could cause yellow eyes. Um, there's no real. But like, uh, did did the um? Like, oh, you're saying he has scurvy. Well, like with the rest of what he's describing with him, like being like stiff and seemed like he didn't remember him at first right right um and and the yellow eyes is any of that and the fact that we all thought he was dead does like any of that ring a bell with me or anything or you know what send up any you know flags? what mim i'll say it does uh because when you were deep in the black rock you were the one who examined gertz the most closely shortly before he uh erupted into spriggins you noticed some weird things about Gertz, that he was very stiff, he was groaning a lot, uh, and his eyes were yellow. Now, the way that he describes it, it sounds like maybe Gregor has got Spriggins. Hmm. I fear that the Spriggins may have infected him. Oh, no. If that's true, we must hurry back. Uh, the entire town is in danger at this. <laughs> the entire town and more is in danger here. That's true. Mm. I fear having just left the children there. Mm. Puck just kind of like steams for a second. Puck, 
Buckleberry if you wish to return to them. I, I wish to help you guys. We need you, Puckleberry. Cutie pie. Uh, then I will stay. But I insist, after our business here is finished, we must make haste back. Of course. It's also worth noting that uh, at least one of you has Spriggins as well. Yes, I was going to say something. Gentlemen, if I rightly recall, I've had a few Spriggins come out of my body. Yes, you have. My face. Thank God we were here before them. Look at my eyes. Goat, do they look yellow? <laughs> yellow. Do I notice anything different about his eyes? Uh, they don't look yellow. Oh, I imagine we probably killed all the ones inside of you, but I can also imagine there might be some inside of me. I also wanted to mention, everyone, that I was pursued as a bird by uh, sprites. I was able to hear one of their conversations in which they mentioned revenge rather loudly. Friends, we will deal with all of these things. I, I do also mention uh, what I saw with uh, Skaros. Um, with Skanos. The, Skanos, sorry. Uh, with Skanos, the screaming of the god and whatnot. My attention is so divided. Yes, it seems there are many things surrounding us. This world is not as peaceful as I thought it once was. No, it's almost as if the blessed top of this lake has been disturbed. Two episodes ago, the, the episode title was We Live in Barbaric Times. <laughs> that was your line, Emmett. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that was how you were like justifying smashing like heads on spikes. <laughs> so was. I don't think... No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dishing on you. I'm just joking around. No, it's okay. I, at this point, I expect it. So the uh, the Red Hills, the Red Hills own this mine. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, goat. Uh, you ask around a bit, and uh, like you, you ask like somebody that like you know the Red Hills own the mine, and uh, I think I think I yeah, probably yeah. heard uh, Mim say it. In yeah, his you know, explanations. You, you say that, and like one of the miners like passing by kind of scoffs, and he's like, "Friend, the Red Hill, the Red Hills own the whole damn town." I make sure I keep my hood up over my head, um, at all times mm -hmm. at this point. And uh, yeah, like uh, it, it doesn't take too much uh, extrapolation that uh, if 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 a certain noble family owns the town, like all the guards in the town are on their payroll. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I, I've put it together already that yeah. those two guys probably are after me and whoever was in the alleyway is probably after me yeah. and the pixies are probably after me. For separate reasons, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, Some, do, you guys, do you guys proceed into the mines or do you take care of any, any more business beforehand? Uh, there, there's basic like sundries and goods here. Like there's small shops. I'm going to head into the mines. I would love to get some more ammunition if possible, or create some. I'll say um, I'll say some of the men do have ammo up here. They, they kind of like use it to take shots at birds and things, but it's going to be that lower quality ammo, uh, minus one to damage. But I'll say, you know, you can you can buy it for... We'll say you can buy five shots for a coin. I want to, like, find Mim and uh, be like, Mim, teach me more about, um, about this weird place. Dwarves built this, or... No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive. I just never been in oh, one of these. Oh, it's it's not. Oh, we we've built many of them, but not this one. Oh, okay. Uh, Puck, cutie pie. Okay. There's a very specific song for this very situation. Let me uh, bust out my goot. Okay. This is gonna be acapella. <laughs> Imagine there's a goot here. I'm imagining it. 
When you delve, you must be brave. When you are in a spelunkin cave. And if you choose to go it alone, you shall die and be reduced to bone. Okay, thank you, Emmett. Wow, that was... I, I imagined the goot playing, and I found that very um, informative. Good. I hope it was informative. Uh, it was. I didn't, I didn't realize how much easier it is to remember things when they rhyme. We have to stick together, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Indeed, but uh, exploring underground is not quite as hazardous as you'd think if you know how to do it. I will defer to you on that. Uh, it is an entirely new environment for me. But if you do it by yourself, you probably will die. I'm already walking into the cave by myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go. Emmett, uh, you understand that I was born and raised in places underground, such as this. You would probably be fine on your own. Okay, well, stick with me, Emmett. I will. Okay, uh, do you obtain any more ammo, Emmett? I mean, I think somebody would have to lend you more money. I have but... no money. I have zero dollars. Okay, uh, so... Uh, Mim, you take them down the way that uh, Candrel showed you. In fact, she she's with you for a moment, or, or for the time being. Like she's she's accompanying you there. Uh, you think deeper in the cave, she will not be. But uh, what's her name? Candrel, uh, Candrel Redhill. Uh, my name is Puck. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Silverfist, Emmett. Pleased to meet your acquaintance. She says uh, a Silverfist boy this far south. I've heard of your family, though I must admit I don't know much about them. Neither do I. I haven't seen them in 25 years. Sorry to hear that. Anyway, uh, here we are. I don't know how you plan on getting past, but, uh, and, uh, you, you see the, the big old, uh, just like a big old pile of big rocks blocking the way, you know, like the ceiling came crashing down here. Can I, uh, bend bars, lift gates? Uh, absolutely. Ooh, ouch. Six. Ah, six. Okay, so, uh, I'll say that you can still get through here, but all of the... Uh, read me Ben Barr's Lift Gates. What do you choose if you succeed? Um, out of uh, which ones of these? Yeah, uh, just, just yeah, read just, all of them. Sure, sure. Um, so it doesn't take a very long time. Nothing of value is damaged. It doesn't make an inordinate amount of noise. You can fix the thing again without a lot of effort. Okay, so I'll say that uh, you can still get through here. Uh, it will t make an inordinate amount of noise, take a long time. Something of value will be damaged, and you won't be able to fix the thing without a lot of effort. As you realize, Goat, uh, the best way to get through here would just be to take a mining pick and go at it. And uh, you're able to ask Candrel, and she'll, she'll volunteer a few men to, to help you guys out here as uh, they're sort of uh, they're hacking away at it. And it's, uh, it's taken a good amount of time. Um, I don't know if... We'll say that you guys have had time to rest. We'll say that they, they do this in the morning. Uh, so you guys make camp, so recover half your hit points if you want to. If you have enough hit uh, XP to level up, would I be able to make a make a note of that? And we'll do it in a few seconds here. Um, oh, I was just gonna help. I was gonna see if we maybe I could turn into a giant bear again in here. If there's enough room, and maybe do some digging. Yeah, with these rocks. there's not really enough room okay. in here. It's, it's, I'll just help with the yeah, pick. Yeah, you can definitely yeah. do that. You can Puck just into, rolls yeah. up his sleeves and just helps. I was gonna say, Puck, maybe you should turn into a canary so we can test the air quality. <laughs> I uh, I like step on his foot as I walk past him. Maybe I, I barely felt that you little little boy. I hate you so much sometimes. Emmett, Emmett, Emmett. He doesn't like that. I I shouldn't have prompted him. No. Prodded him. There's a lot of things you shouldn't do, Emmett Silverfist. But I've stopped wondering why. Boys, I appreciate you trying to help me socially. 
Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that made it sound like you had more of the sentence. Not at all. Okay. So what's everybody doing the next morning? The miners are hard at work. Puck is helping them. Are you guys... Is everybody I'm, there while they're working? Or do you I'm, guys I'm, just I'm, wait uh, for them to finish? I'm working as well. Okay. I'm going at it. All right. Uh, so is it safe to say everyone's kind of there at the mine? Yeah. Like, just waiting for them to break through? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Puck is, like, shirtless, too. Okay. <laughs> Puck is uh, shirtless and sweaty. Yeah. I think Emmett was trying to whittle up some... Uh... Okay. Some arrows. We'll say you're outside whittling arrows, Emmett. Uh, make a make a wisdom roll. This won't be uh, defy danger or anything, so there's no XP if you fail. We're just gonna see how many arrows you can make. Nine. Okay, so you will whittle yourself two more ammo. I'll say, and uh, as you guys are uh, making your way through the the, the stone, uh, you've broken it down quite a bit, and you can see like pockets of air kind of like poking through, and uh, you're you're just about gonna have a a, a wide enough uh, opening for everyone to get through, and. Uh, that's when you hear, uh, you've been working most of the morning at this point, and that's when you hear uh, a sudden rumbling noise, and, and you think it's another earthquake, but it, it's not. It's it's something large coming down the hallway, and before anyone has a chance to react, the rock just smashes in and uh, begins to topple over, and miners are scattered. They go running and shouting, panicked, as you see looming through the breach a large stone figure. What do you do? Our show's intro music is by Dan Wessels. You can find him on danwessels.com. If you like the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Horror. And if you can, please leave us a review on iTunes. That'll help other people find us. Thanks, guys. See you next time. <laughs>